Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we ask for an outpouring of your Holy Spirit, especially for the gift of understanding and the gifts we heard in our second reading today. Please calm our minds and calm our hearts that we may leave here transformed with a deeper sense of hope, with a deeper sense to serve and not to be served. We ask all this in the most holy and sacred name of Jesus, who is Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. In our gospel reading today, we heard Jesus make a jubilee proclamation. You might think, jubilee, what, what does that mean? Well, every 50 years in Israelite history, all your debts, anyone, anyone who's a slave, would be set free. So when he comes forward and makes this proclamation, he's making an eternal proclamation. But he's not just talking 2,000 years ago, because if it's just 2,000 years ago, let's go home. But he's talking to all of us right now. So I don't know if you heard the readings of our gospel, or the, the words of our gospel today, but he said, The Lord sent me to bring glad tidings to the poor and to proclaim liberty to captives. And maybe you're held captive by something right now. Alcohol, extreme worry, maybe you struggle with pornography addiction, maybe you're just struggling with, with a drug addiction, and the Lord's saying, this is exactly why I came to set you free. And he talks, in St. Paul talks about in our, gospel, in our second reading today, about these gifts to help the body feel whole. If there's one thing the devil loves, it's to divide us and to make us think none of us have anything in common. The one thing we all have in common is we're all sinners here. Hopefully you realize that. And if you're a sinner, and if you feel unsafe at times, the Lord wants to make you feel safe. That's what it means to be safe. And then we give him thanksgiving for saving us from our darkness, from our, our bonds, our captives, those things we do when we're in the dark that we don't want anybody to know about. He's saying, let me help you see because I came to help you see things as they truly are meant to be. And maybe you have friends that don't allow you to be that person you truly desire to be. And it pulls you away from this true mystical body that St. Paul talks about. And he talks about how we, if, if one hurts, we all hurt. If one go, is, is rejoicing, we should all be rejoicing. But right now, as a church, we're definitely divided. Because for every one person we baptize in the church, we lose six. Let me just say that again. For every one person we baptize in the church, we're losing six. If you're running a business, that's a big fat F, right? For every, for, after seven years of confirmation, by the age of 23, 85% of our confirmandi do not practice the faith anymore. So obviously, something's wrong where the good news is not being transmitted to us. Or either we think, you know, the lie is that the Lord wants to set me free from is I'm not really worthy of his love. I'm not good enough. Because there's parts of me that I allow him to love, but not all of me. But when we look at the cross, if you look at the cross with me for a second, he gave us everything and he expects everything in return. And he wants to love each of us in our brokenness. And this is what it cost him to set us free, to help us see, to let the oppressed go free. He is the eternal sin offering. And the good thing, the good news is that the good news that Jesus is proclaiming he, he tried his best the rest of his life to help people kind of get it. The prodigal son story, right? The sower and the seed. 
the many, many parables he had, to saying, how can I get this truth through to them so that they may know that the good news comes with gifts, as St. Paul says. Gifts so that we can help bring unity in our world. He even says gifts, right? Talking about the gifts of having people called to be apostles, prophets, and teachers. But then he says there's, there's even gifts of healing, gifts of teaching, assistance, administration, in a variety of tongues. And a lot of us, maybe we've never... leave. Maybe we never discern those gifts, and that's why we see 85% of our confirmandi leave by the age of 23. If you were running a business, it would be shut down. If we're not aware that the church is on fumes right now, if we're not aware that we all need to die to self, we need to really look ourselves in the mirror and let the Lord love us in our brokenness and not to be afraid to ask for these gifts I wonder in 10 years, 15 years, will this church even be open? That's just me being real with you all. Because if we don't change what we're doing, if it's just going to be this, we've always done it this way, attitude, there's the door. But luckily, the good news is that Jesus comes to shatter our brokenness. He comes to shatter the darkness. He comes to shed his light in that And not just in the church, but also personally in your lives. So we can say, you know, that's great. I went to church, I checked the box, and I'm not going to change this week. Or is the question, are you going to actually understand this day that the Lord's talking to each of us personally? He's talking to you personally. He's talking to me personally. And he's saying, I'm I'm coming to bring you glad tidings. Because obviously what the world is is giving us isn't working. With divorce rates up, depression rates up, suicide rates up. This is exactly what kind of war the Lord wants us to enter into. But we need gifts. We need his gifts. We need his help. Because if one person is hurting, we're all hurting. And if one person rejoices, we should all rejoice. And the primary place for a lot of us here, since we've all been baptized, where, that, where we need to start, is we need to start with the sacrament of confession. Because the Lord cleanses us and, give, and restores us to our proper relationship with the Father. And the more people I talk to, the, the harder it is for me to understand, why is there so much fear in that room to my left? Why is there so much fear to have your sins forgiven? That's what Jesus came to do. Maybe you've done some embarrassing things. I get that. But sometimes we need to do that, that cleansing of our sins so we can receive the gifts the Lord wants to give us. Because when you walk out of that confessional, every single sin for all eternity is wiped away. And we should be skipping with joy. And we should be go telling other people, you know what, if you become Catholic, you can actually have every single one of your sins forgiven and every one of your sins forgotten. And you can move forward. And you don't have to live in the darkness anymore. And why do we fear that? Do you think the priest is going to be embarrassed by your sins? It's not by, we're not going to be embarrassed, by the way. But the Lord calls each of us to himself to heal the body. And he, for the first sacrament he gave after the resurrection was a sacrament of confession. Because he knew that we would need it. Because he knew this world was going to be tough. 
He knew this world was going to try to break you down. And he knew that it would take more than just telling Jesus every day, I'm sorry for these sins I've committed. He wanted you to know personally through his priest. And he gave his, his, his priest for that. We even hear about that gift. He gave some first to be apostles. And then others as prophets and teachers. And then mighty deeds with gifts of healing, assistance, administration, and variety of tongues. So my encouragement to you this week is to ask yourself, have I ever personally accepted the good news of Jesus Christ? Have I ever personally accepted the good news of Jesus Christ? That he came to set captives free. I'm a captive because I'm a sinner. Have I ever deep down accepted that? Say, in the name of Jesus, I accept the good news. And secondly, have I ever accepted or prayed for these gifts that are talked about in our second reading that help keep the body together so I don't have to die and think, you know what, I was actually a part of the problem. The reason why for every one person baptized, we lost, we, every one person baptized, we lost six, or for that 85% number, for, by the age of 23, 85% leave, I said, I'm going to be part of the solution and not a part of the problem. So what do we do? What do we do? We've got to pray. We've got to pray right now. So please join me in prayer. Heavenly Father, each of us here are meant to receive different gifts from you through your Son, Jesus. Please open our hearts and open our minds and our, our souls, our wills, to receive the gifts that you, for, you desire to give us so we can heal the body, our own bodies and the mystical body of the church. For those that are called to be apostles and prophets and teachers in mighty deeds, Heavenly Father, send forth your Holy Spirit to give us those gifts. For those who are called to have gifts of healing, assistance, and ministration in variety of tongues, Heavenly Father, send forth your Holy Spirit to give us those gifts that we may have the strength to proclaim the good news. Please remove any unnecessary fear from us being cleansed in the sacrament of confession. To know that you, Lord Jesus, come to help us see things as they are, to give sight to the blind. Please also reveal to us, Lord Jesus, where we are blind to serving. We are blind in our prayer lives. We are blind every day so that we may see as you see, Lord Jesus. For that is what a Christian is, someone who sees as Jesus sees. Please help us know that when we come to church, we come to, to our family where we belong. Help us understand this. Give us the gift of understanding and help us leave here with a deeper sense of, and a deeper desire to be transformed, to serve, and not to be served. For you, Lord Jesus, have come to bring glad tidings to the poor, and we are all poor. You, Lord Jesus, have come to proclaim cap liberty to captives, and we are all held captive by one thing or another. Through the power of the cross, we ask that you set us free. And please pray, come Holy Spirit with me three times as we close. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit.